Would you rather have feet for hands or hands for legs? I'm sorry, say what now? Would you rather have feet for hands or hands for legs? I'll go with hands for legs. Why? I'll be able to balance myself more. And it takes us back to where um, uh, pre-eight days, we were walking on our hands anyway. So I'd rather go with that with the balance because I think I'd be useless at trying to use my toe digits as my hands. And I know there are people out there that can do it. I'm just saying for me. Okay. Why? What would you do? I would rather, I think I'm the same. I would rather have my hands for feet. Yeah. Or feet for hands. No, no. My hands for legs. Legs, hands, one of them. The opposite of whatever <laughs> it is. Whatever you just said, that's what I want. Okay, it's hands for legs. <laughs> that's I would the one. hands for legs. I would rather have hands for legs because then when you're with a lady, you can be fantastic. Wow, you went that deep. I was actually thinking about just getting my ass around. Yeah, so am I. Okay, you know what? <laughs> just around the lady. Uh-huh, okay. Let, let's go with that. <laughs> Roger. <laughs> Jamro, I keep getting it wrong. Jamro. <laughs> You really need to work on this. I do need to work on it. Uh, how's your week been? Um, it has been super busy this week. What had... you go on every week? Every time I ask you, it's like super busy. Because it is. Yeah. I ain't, it's I fine. I'm not having a go at you. I'm not having a go that you're super busy. But you always say you're super busy. Because I'm being honest. I can't lie and say, oh, it was I. Because it wasn't. It was just a busy week. I've had some really good news this week. One of my friends um, that one of the projects I'm involved with, she's finally secured herself a store. And she's going to be doing her products out of the store. Now, this has been a long time coming for her. Um, the product that she does. She's a um, herbalist, a female herbalist okay. as well. So the product she... Do you have to be doing, female? No, not really. I think she has um, she has a lot of experience in different things because she's got 20 years experience in beauty, in oh, the right. beauty industry. But she stemmed out into different branches. And she is my epitome of what is a female entrepreneur. And I call her a mompreneur because she does a lot of this for her son. Um, so there's so much news. So I was literally super excited when I found that out. So I've had a busy week trying to catch that in and there's all other stuff. With when you my say you had job. a busy week trying to catch it in, do you mean because she just to told you? No, I didn't. I, she's been trying to get hold of me all week, but we've been missing each other due to time zones. Well, she's in the... So you've been ignoring her. I haven't been ignoring her. I have just been so busy. So you've been she, ignoring she her. She understands. So I finally caught so up with her on her So you've been ignoring her. No, I didn't ignore she's her. She's been she calling and you go, not now. No, she knows the score. Or as you American go, not now, bitch. <laughs> never say that that is such a terminology that people use because they get it from the cardi b's of this world and the whole no i don't even use it. i'm like yo i can't even talk to you right now i gotta go that's it okay so you're, you're not a bad bitch baby i'm not a bad bitch baby at all i'm a I boss am. baby i want people to know that i am a bad bitch but you, the thing is, if you have to tell people... Oh, they know. ...by your word. Exactly. They, they know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't even need to say it because people know I am. So I don't even need to say it. I don't even think you I need to... You just said you wasn't. No, I said so I don't say So you just lied to word. yourself. No, I didn't. I just don't say the word. I don't use a euphemism that everybody uses. But you just said you were. 
I am. I know I am. Then, there you go. So, but, I don't but you have just to said say that it. you weren't. No, no, but I don't have to say it. It's not the point. The point was, I asked you, are you a bad bitch? And you said no. And now you say no. Yes, so you I are. make you thought, am I a bad bitch? And you, the terminology, do I use the terminology? No, I don't. But I know I am a bad bitch. Okay. And what, what in your mind defies a bad bitch? I mean, for me, it's easy. Just look at me. But what <laughs> in your mind? <laughs> defines a bad bitch you know what i think everybody's different but in my terminology in my world is i have this i don't care attitude i don't care what you think about me i don't care what your thought process is about me this is my life i will do what i want to do with it how you interpret that that is your business i think where people go wrong is they and i was speaking to a girlfriend today people need other people's affirmation and that's the difference i don't need your affirmation because your affirmation doesn't help me. I have this for, I say this to a lot of my girlfriends and I'm going to say this open on here and a lot of people are going to go, oh my God, did she really say that? I have a simple thing in my life, four things. If you don't feed me, if you don't fuck me, if you don't clothe me, and if you don't house me, quite frankly, fuck you. Because I don't give a shit what you think. Okay, hang on a minute. I don't feed you. I most definitely don't fuck you. Mm-hmm. I don't do... What were the other two? Clothe me. I definitely don't clothe you. And you house me. And I don't... Well, I'll let you into my house. Isn't and you have fed thing? me. So you fit two of those criteria. Okay, then. All so right. that's what I'm saying. But anyone Are we going to do the, the, the second one? No, we're not going to do the second one. Stop I'm your just shit. just arsing. Stop your I'm shit. just arsing. Oh, my God. See, this is what I... This you is why... <laughs> Seriously? But you went to the list. You said I don't too, so I might as well go for the full house. <laughs> So for me, that is in my terminology, then what I class as a bad bitch. And I mean, I go out there, I do my boss things, I do my, my business, I help people. So for me, I am a boss bitch. I know I am. I am a bad bitch. And certain people will ascertain to be like me. But I say to everybody, you have your own path to travel. So for me, yes, I class myself as <laughs> a bad bitch quite easily. Now, it's getting a... Uh a bit chilly so I'm going to turn the heater on I don't know why I'm telling the audience that but I thought they exactly why do they need to know that you are cold in your house I, I'm just I don't know maybe it's me it's 17 I shouldn't be that cold uh, okay see this is the problem then have yeah. you eaten I haven't eaten yet no so your body needs some yeah. temperature I got food. up late the, the, uh, the clock the clock went forward <laughs> last night yes on this morning and I said you know what I'm not losing my hour's sleep Wow. So I said, I don't care. I'm having my hour. So I didn't get up until after 11. Which was after 12 o'clock. Which was... No, no, no. It was after 10. So uh -huh. normally I get up at 10. Uh -huh. I'm normally up at 7. So this is my routine. I get up at 7 because the alarm will go off in the radio. And then I'll listen to the radio. And then I might read a book or I might play my phone. But I'm up. But I don't normally get out of bed until about... Because I've got nothing to do. You know, it's wow. different if I'm... I've got, like, where before I've got to go to work. Maybe during the week I have to go somewhere or I have to go and do a job or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, I would get up early. But like this weekend, I've got pretty much, other than, you know, standard on your company. And I spend all hours on that anyway. Okay. So I, I, I just go, you know what, I'm not getting so up until So you felt time. like... Oh, speaking of which, lost. I found out something about me which I didn't realise was a normal thing. So I, I found out... My body clock, you know, I normally go to bed around about 2am. Mm. I've been like that from, you know, child. I'll go to bed late. I've always been like that. And my body clock is normally 10am to 2. Okay. Yeah. And so 
I, 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 and I didn't think anything of it. That was my body clock. 10 a.m. I'm normally up by 10. I'm normally in bed after two. Mm-hmm. I found out that that's quite normal for quite a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Know? I just thought that it was just something weird about me. But now I found out uh, on TikTok, obviously, of all places. Of course, the places to learn. <laughs> so there, everything. there's a doctor on TikTok. And he was explaining, uh, you know, body clocks and how body clock works. Uh-huh. And he was saying that people have different body clocks, which is why some struggle with morning and some don't. And he right. said, like, if you, and he specifically said, if your body clock is 10 to 2 a.m., mm-hmm. that is quite normal and quite a lot of people like that. And that's me. That's my body clock. 10 okay, to 2 I don't even think I fit into that category. I think I just like sleep. Yeah. And I just sleep when I want to and when I can. I can fall asleep on a traveling train. Seriously. That's the... Sometimes, no. Normally... No, I have this thing, like I've told you, where around about 4 a.m. Up 4 a.m., sorry, 4 p.m. 4 to 5 p.m. I start nodding off. And I I have what I consider a power nap. So I will have like a 20-minute power nap. Normally, if I'm watching a movie... Yeah, I will just conk out, and normally I'll, if I'm watching a program, and I will conk out at the beginning of it and wake up when it's on credit. For some reason, <laughs> I always wake up when the credits come up. Wow, that's built in. That is, yeah. that is, that's a So that I, I've always been that. I used to, this is actually, I'm embarrassed to admit this. Well, I'm not embarrassed, but it was, uh, I used to have a group session that I used to go to mm. weekly. And it was at 4 p.m. It started at 4 p.m. And every group session, I don't care. Oh, God. Every group session, I would go there. They start talking. The room's warm. And I would conk out. And I'm normally like that I'll just sleep for about five minutes. It's not like a complete conk uh-huh. out. But I always nod off. Well, and that's like, and, and it got to the point where, oh, Ross is nodding off now. He'd be back in a minute. Yeah, that sounds yeah. psychological. You built yourself up for that maybe. for whatever reason. No, maybe. <laughs> maybe. No, no, no. Well, you know what? As you get older as well, yeah. you know, your body goes through certain things. Because I know I will force myself to try and stay up on a weekday after 8, 30, 9 o'clock. But it's impossible. Oh, really? But, so, yeah. so that's how early you go to bed? I go to bed at about 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Wow. Because I'm up at 5 that, in the morning. That, well, there you go. Well, that makes sense. I know. Yeah. But back in the day, this yeah. is a person that could burn the candle at both ends, go out partying from Wednesday to Sunday, yeah, but you, and still get up to go yeah, to work. You were I kid. That's all kids. You're, no, what? but you know, I was doing that in you're my 30s. almost in your 60s now. So I'm not in not... my 60s. Stop your shit. Honestly. <laughs> Do I look like I'm 60? No, you don't. You Thank look like... you. See? 59, 58. Wow. No, I'm joking. Wow. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> see, Honestly. A lot of women thing. here, they don't like their ages oh, no. to be <laughs> Tell told. me about that. I literally, when I come across that, I'm forever spouting my age. I'm like, I'm this age. And they're like, what? You tell people that? I'm like, yeah, because I'm proud of my age. I, I don't get the age. Know. You know, there's so many people who are embarrassed. You get old. It happens. I think that's because you know, people want to hold on to youth for as long as they can, you know. I, they're, they're, the problem with getting old is looking back. I, I, are you talking about I, the I wish I would have, could have, should have yeah. syndrome? Oh my God, yeah. I hate that. That I is, hate that. There is so much I know now that I wish I knew then. Do you know what I mean? But um, then wouldn't the, the fun part of experiencing it back then yeah, is but, what makes but it? But it's not, no, it, it, I've missed out on, like, I've had a very eventful life, a very, mm-hmm. very active life. Yes. 
but there were so many opportunities that I didn't take that yes. could have led me somewhere if I just like I wish like I was a musician. Mm-hmm. So my life transferred from this. I was I was a musician first, then I became an actor, then I became comedian, then I became a radio producer. Radio producer, I said mm-hmm. that in a weird Australian accent there. Uh, <laughs> and and there's things that I love. Writing, I love writing, I love songwriting. All of these things that I really enjoyed. But my problem is I've only done like a little bit. I've never followed it through. Mm. So I could have followed through doing a musician. Now, when I was a musician, I was travelling the world. It wasn't like I was a... I wasn't doing like record deals, but mm-hmm. I was performing and I could have taken that further. This is when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And then I, I got into acting and I thought, no, I want to give acting a go. <laughs> so I started doing acting and it was going really well. Got myself an agent. It was getting myself part. I did films. I did um, TV series. And and then somehow it went in a different direction. I can't even remember how it went into direction. And then I started my own gymnastic business and I started coaching and then I was big in that but do and you then regret I regret not following it through so what's stopping you now I don't know no no well not now well now it's like now I'm at an age now where I'm very comfortable in my surroundings mm-hmm. you know I've got everything I need mm-hmm. you know I've got my own house which I don't pay a mortgage on I'm just flexing there uh, Same, I, yeah. I I've got um you know I've got a car I've got every sort of entertainment thing that I could ever want. Mm. You know, I've got kids. You know, my life is pretty much everything I need. There's nothing that I I want physically. But then object, you... Like objects, materialistically. Yeah. Yeah. But I still want to succeed in something. Now, my... At the moment, my direction is this podcast, broadcasting, which I'm really enjoying. I'm thinking, right, that's the direction I'm taking. That's where mm. I want to go. And I want it to work. And it's starting to, like, slowly come together. Mm-hmm. But my worry is that it's going to get to the point where I bring it all together and then something else is going to take my interest and I go in a different direction. That is you having your focus um, distracted. Yes. Um, so that is something that only you can deal with. I, I think last week, my mantra last week was... Um, Starve your distraction, feed your focus. That's perfect for you. Mm. Because if you are the sort of person where you get into something immediately and you focus, focus, focus on it, and then something else comes and you're like, oh, okay, that looks good, and you sidetrack. That's me. That's me. Right. So only you can yeah. train yourself to starve your distraction, focus on what it is, and just feed that. But pretty much, you know, you're the kind of person where you've done so much, like you said, your life has been super eventful. You've had lots of choices. You're now at the stage in your life where you can pick and choose yes. what you want to do. Yeah. Now, right now, broadcasting and focusing on a podcast, and one of the things I remember when I spoke to you at the, the start of the year, and I asked you to write down some stuff mm-hmm. you want to achieve, um, one of the things that you put down was to do this podcast. Now you're living it. You're mm. doing it. And I don't think your focus will change unless you allow it to change. That's what I don't think that will happen. So I think if you focus on that and say, right, I'm doing this. I'm loving this. This is where it's going to go. You keep doing things and just mantra yourself. You'll be fine. Yeah, but here's the other thing. Though. I agree with everything that you just said there. Yeah. So I'm not disagreeing. Well, I am. Yes, you are. Because uh, you like to disagree with no. me. So I'm, I'm thinking like, <laughs> Yes, I haven't focused on one thing, 
mm-hmm. but then I wouldn't have had as much experience as I got now on loads of different things had I not. Exactly. This so is, yeah. So there, there's this thing like I wish I was a master of one thing, yeah, rather than nothing. But then I also love the fact that I experience everything rather than just one thing. That's it. I think every individual, as in life, you have different experiences. And no matter which way you look at it. Because the first thing I say to you, I never want to be the person that lived my life saying, I wish I could have, should have, would have. I prefer to take the chances now, deal with it, get that life experience. It might not work out, but I've experienced it. Mm. So, um, a lot of my friends, my husband is completely opposite to me in the fact that I'm a daredevil, so I want to go out there and do stuff that gets the adrenaline pumping. My husband's like, no, babe, you're on your own. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. So, what I will learn, he will just read from a, uh, a tube, a YouTube channel, what somebody's done, so he hasn't experienced it, whereas I actually want to go out there, experience it, and come mm. back and say... Man, that was awesome. Um, Can we do it again? Yeah. Kind of thing. So I think everybody's individual journey is slightly different, but your journey is fine. No, I'm I'm not complaining with my life. I'm not complaining. I'm not saying I've, you know, I've been in really, really odd situation, uh, you know, and odd, and I've got fantastic memories. My favorite memory of all, and this is the sort of thing that you wouldn't believe. Okay. But this actually happened to me. What's that? So this is my favourite memory of my life ever. So I used to volunteer for the Prince's Trust. Mm -hmm. And so we used to do... I was on the committee of the Prince's Trust. So I used to decide where the funding goes and who gets what. And I would go and visit people who wanted funding, individual funding, get to know them, write a report. And then as a committee, we decide whether that person will get funding or don't. And then within that, there would come like opportunities, events that the Princess Trust would run, mm-hmm. and I would be able to participate in it right. or volunteer for it. And one of the events they run was this thing, the fundraising events called Rocket Hyde or something like that. I can't remember exactly what okay. it's called. And basically, it was at Hyde Park, and they put on this rock event, and they would have some of the biggest stars play at this event. So they had, um, so they had like these massive. Massive rock stars playing okay. the event. And I volunteered to work backstage. And one of the great things about working backstage is you get to see these amazing stars in front of you. Okay. Now, I'm deliberately withholding the name because I think it sounds better if I do it that way. No, that's fine. So, one of the stars was Eric Clapton. Uh-huh. Right. So, I'm backstage and Eric Clapton is sitting with Eric Clapton... Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones. Right. Bob Dylan. Yeah. Um, Pete Townsend mm-hmm. from The Who. And who else? And there was another person there that I can't remember. So it was uh, Ronnie Wood, Eric Clapton, Bob Dylan, uh, Pete Townsend, uh, and uh, someone else. I can't remember. who. Oh, oh uh, and on the event... There was uh, Gary Glitter before we found out about Gary Glitter. Yeah. Uh, uh, and um, Alan, uh, Alan, Alice Net Moret, remember her? Alice, Alice Moyet. Yeah, who yeah. sang Ironic. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. We probably yeah, got copyright on that Okay, one. I'm showing my uh, age, but yeah. yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, so uh, she was there, and she was just becoming big. Okay. Anyway, so I'm watching backstage, and I'm just in awe that I'm seeing Eric Clapton, Ronnie Wood, the legend. Who wouldn't be? Sitting there. 
So they go off on Eric Clapton's playing this acoustic guitar. And then he puts it down and then he goes off. So I'm looking around and there's no one around. So I thought, you know what? I just oh, want no, to you touch. Didn't. Hang on. I thought I just want to touch the oh, guitar my God. that Eric Clapton has uh-huh. touched. So I go over and I'm sort of like looking around. No one's looking. Everyone's busy doing something. <laughs> so I start touching the guitar and I think, oh, this is great. Uh-huh. And then I pick up the guitar. Oh, okay. Now it's different territory. Yeah. I sat down and I started just playing the guitar and I'm playing a basic 12 bar blue. So I'm just like enjoying that. I'm playing so Eric Clapton's guitar. So you're deep into this now, yeah, right? Yeah, so I'm deep into this. And then all of a sudden, I hear someone playing with me. And they're just going... Dun, 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 dun. I look up. <laughs> Clapton is sitting there playing with me oh, while wow. I'm playing 12 Bar Blues. So hang on. This was... You had picked up his... I picked up his guitar. So he then found another one. Well, there were loads of guitars about. Okay, so he, he just like, picked up another one. Stuff? Yeah, and he's just playing he along just with me. Okay. And so my draw just... Did you lose? Did you but lose? No, no, no. I carried good, on playing. Good, good. Then this is where it gets even better. Ronnie Wood comes, starts playing. Excellent. Yeah. Bob Dylan comes back. Please tell yeah. me you have a recording of this. Somewhere. I wish. I. Oh would, my god, I dude! Wish this was in before cell phones and uh, all of that. So, uh. so I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing now. I'm in completely shock. I am completely nervous. Of course. You, you know, are. I'm making These sure I'm concentrating. Legends. I'm playing this 12, a basic 12, well, nothing fancy. Eric Clapton's sort of leading away. Pete, they're sort of just playing their little strong. And then all of a sudden, Eric Clapton looks at me and nods at me. Yeah? Uh-huh. He's nodding at me to play a solo. Yeah? I look at him and I just go, no way. <laughs> <laughs> that was no your way. moment. Oh, no, no. You got Eric Clapton the God of Guitars, and I'm going to play my little solo. Absolutely. No, it wasn't happening. I played, carried on playing 12 And he just went, okay. And then thankfully someone said, came and got me and said, you need it. Because I didn't want to leave. I would have stayed there. Oh, so wow. I got, so I that's the guitar your down. best moment. That's that a was, really uh, good memory. That was an uh, absolute fantastic memory. I don't even think, even if you had a camera phone, that will never detract mm. from what you experienced. So it you is. didn't even need to be recorded. Even now, you can see the smile on my face. Even yes. now, thinking that that actually happened. I get to play that I played with Legend. And uh, I had loads of other weird... I had another weird experience, since we're talking about an experience, um, unbelievable experience. So this was with Prince of Trust again. So we do this thing where we get loads of um, youngsters who are struggling mm-hmm. and we have this whole work, intense week of getting them ready to try and find jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was in air in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, and they take over a sort of like a uh, Butlins or a holiday okay. camp. Yeah. And so they invite homeless kids, kids who are not sure where they want to go, and they have loads of opportunities. And one of the things, because it's a Prince's Trust, you get to have loads of stars come and say hello and all of that sort of Okay. So there's a group of us, and we were doing the IT, uh, the computer stuff. Uh, And that was great. I was having a great time. And so at night, we would all come together, the team would come together, and we sit down, and we just start chatting. So we're all chatting, and then all of a sudden, there's a knock on our door. Okay. And uh, this guy pops his head round, and he said, is anybody in room? And he says, my room, where I'm staying. 
And I'm like, no, no, there's no one. That's my room. There's no one there. I, I found out what happened later, but because I mm. thought it was my, I said, no, there's no one there. And so I said, oh, and then someone said, oh, come and join us. But by then, my mouth has dropped as I realised who the guy is. Okay. That's just popped his head round. And so the guy comes, comes, says, come in. So he comes in and he joins us. And then we're just chatting all about life. I'm in awe that this guy has is actually in the same room Who is the guy? Oh, I'm going to tell you in a minute. Okay, you're taking too long to get yeah, into the no, story. There's a reason why I'm reholding it. Oh, so my God. There's this guy. He's very famous. I'm shocked that I'm sitting down. If this is a come down, I'm going to poke in your damn eye. It's not a come down. So they're going around and then someone goes, oh, what jobs do you do? Okay. And so they went to this guy. Oh, what? They had no idea who this guy was. And and they said, what do you do? And I I had to go out. That's Bruce Dickinson, the singer of Iron Maiden. Okay. That went over my head, so obviously. Uh, all right. other so people. those who are so, in my front, they will know who. Right. He is. Okay. I'm gonna so, Google Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, anyway. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, you know who Iron Maiden is? Come on. I know who Iron Maiden is, but right. I don't know uh, who the actual singer yeah, is. Bruce in Bruce Dickinson. Group. Okay. Well, right. oh, they had other singers, but Bruce Dickinson right, is the main okay. the singer. <laughs> so, but it was Bruce Dickinson. So these it, kids, or these other kids, they, didn't they, have they, no they idea. They had no idea. Not kids. They were adults. But okay. Uh, they, uh, he, the guy had no idea who he was. Wow. So he's asking, "What do you do?" And we've got the lead singer of, of um, Iron Maiden. No, he was fine. I think that the thing that I, I think with a lot of famous people, apart from I think not nowadays when people do fame for fame's sake. I think with a lot of them, they understand that not everyone's going to know. Who they yeah. are, like you didn't know who Bruce Dickinson yeah. was. Where with a lot of people, they, they would do. They, okay. they would go instantly. They know who he is, so I know, and I don't think that bothers him. They, they understand. Not everybody's going to know who I am. Okay. Um, but but I it was think just some funny. Of them like that. Yeah, it's, it was just funny that someone as huge as, as Iron Man. I mean, the kids when he came down, kids were flocking around him. Because, wow. You know, Bruce Dickinson was a funny moment, and I had loads of little moments like that. Maybe um, I'll do. Yeah. Those things go through our our lives where we look at these things and mm. what we find totally interesting because it was like at that moment we were living it. We mm. feel it. I think, yeah. Just put those mm. away in a little safety deposit box. And, and it's say, funny yes. now because like me and you now, we both in the, we're both in the field or we both have been in the yeah. field where we meet singers or actors and mm-hmm. performers and to us it's quite normal. So like even though that moment was a highlight for me you know now when I look at all the people other, I've other met done. Yeah. You know, and all the other things I, I, I've done it's like I've met loads and loads of big you know names but that moment that was um, still a highlight of my life that, that is, is excellent yeah. look at you uh, the only thing that I haven't done yet is I haven't met Bruce Springsteen yeah. that's it. I've touched him yeah, we had that conversation. Yeah, I touched him, but I haven't met him. And that's my my one one thing I would love to do. That's the celebrity I would love to meet. Who's the celebrity you would love to meet? I want to meet Barack Obama. And he's okay. not a celebrity. He's just yes, he is. Barack. Well, he is now. He is now. Because yeah. he, you know, he was once the president of the United States. Yeah. But I, I'd love to meet him. I think I was listening to his Audible book. And I can just visualize him in real life sitting down having a conversation with you because of the way he speaks the way he expresses himself and then i also can also visualize when he brings it back down to grass grassroots that his wife just thinks 
you talk too damn slow. Mm. Speed it up a little bit. So I can look at both of mm. so I literally would just love to be in a room um, just with him. and yeah. just So he's one of my people that I'd love to meet. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I could see that. I'd, uh, he's just done a podcast. Funny enough, just mentioning him. He did a podcast with uh, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, oh, which did I, he? Which I was listening to, which was really good. Oh. But, um, I don't know that, that means nothing, but I just thought I'd mention no, that, no, you know. No, to then, your hero and my hero have <laughs> intertwined with each other. Look at that. That is actually yeah. a thing. Mm. Okay, cool. Yeah. I might have to look out and listen for that. Oh, what about heroin? Who's the heroin you look up to the most? You know what? I try to look at, part of me is I look at people that I live with on a day-to-day. Um, I don't put myself to look at celebrities because I, mm. I agree what they have done. And I, mm. I literally, if I'm looking at someone like Michelle, she's done an amazing, um, but then her history goes back way before mm. Barack became president. And of course, I didn't know of her then, but knowing her now, I'd look at her as um, one of the people I would look up to. Yeah. I also look at people, like I said, everyday people, like my girl mm-hmm. I was talking about earlier. I look at her as an amazing inspiration. I look up to her. Now, she's younger than me in terms of what, but what she's achieved and how her mindset has been. I'm just like, yeah, I want to be in that circle Mm. of people that can elevate me without being, because, you know, and and I hate to say this, and I saw some women are obviously going to have a fit at me with this, but we as women, sometimes we bring each other's down Mm. and it is not necessary Especially if you're successful. There's, yeah. There's they this, just, um, it's a thing. Yeah. It's there's like, this thing, if you're successful, I'm going to bring you down. You it's remember like, we why? had this conversation about um, the, um, what's it called? We were talking about this, the cancelling. Cancel culture. Cancel yeah. culture. This is what I'm saying. It's literally that. And I'm thinking women find it really hard as it is to succeed in a world where it's mainly masculinity overruns everything. Yeah. So when a woman is successful to then bring her down, you're already lowering her level yeah. and lowering your own level, which you are still, she's fighting to be, to give I, you a platform. I, I think now, I think cancel culture is more a youth thing because they don't experience, like the, the biggest problem I have with cancel culture is when you attack someone for something they've done in the past, mm. when they're no longer there when they have moved on and their life has completely changed. But now you're bringing up something that is no longer relevant to who they are today. Yeah. So, like, you could be a complete arsehole 20 years ago, but now you've changed your life completely and you are now doing amazing stuff. But I'm not going to look at you for the amazing stuff you're doing. I'm going to look at you 20 years ago or, you know, when you was an art show. And that's what really annoys me is like, you're, you're, you know, it's never ever about where you've been. It's about where you're going. I know, but people don't. And unfortunately, we live in a society that people are also very materialistic in how they judge certain things Mm. and what you have and what you don't have. Yeah. And even coming back to women supporting women. I mean, there's a lots of women groups out there that some of them I've joined and some of them I just don't always get in, in, in touch with. They're not on my radar, but there are so many different ones out there. And I, and I think it, we boil down to, I was speaking to you last week about this, about even just seeing someone on the street, if they look good, just saying, well done, you look amazing. We find it as women, they find it really hard to give success compliments mm. to another female. Yeah. And I'm like, why is that? Why 
Why do we feel the need to bring our sisters down? Because it's a it's a false idea that you're bringing yourself up, that I'm better than you. For so, for example, if you're successful and I look at you, I look at you as the reason why I'm a failure. So you're you're successful and I'm like I'm nowhere near you. And because of that, for some weird reason, I want to bring you down. I want you to know that you're not better than me. And that's what it comes down to. It's such a silly thing, but that's what it's down to. That someone thinking, oh, you're better than me. You don't deserve it. So therefore, I'm going to bring you down to make out that I'm, you know, that you're not better than me. So I'm going to rip everything that you have ever done. You know, again, looking at, I'm going to look at only your mistakes, Wow. I'm not going to look at all the wonderful and amazing things you've done. I'm going to look at your mistake. And that's going to be the pinnacle of who you are. So that See, I can bring you down to say I'm better than you. That's I, what it comes I, down I to. I think that is, that is really silly. Because for me, I would rather look at the person and the success they've had and say, well, hang on, how can yeah, but, I do that? You're different. That's how everyone should look at it. Like my heroine, and this is, and I, I want to stress this, has nothing to do about celebrity. Mm-hmm. But my heroine, uh, that I, someone who I completely admire, is Oprah Winfrey, mm-hmm. and it's not because she's made, she's like one of the most famous. It's not because she's a billionaire. Is when you listen to her story about what she's where been she's through, from, yeah. what she overcame to mm-hmm. get to where she is today. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to like some of the things she say. You don't have to no. like, uh, or, or even agree. You don't have to like her show. But you can step back and admire her journey to how she got to where she was, of and it's course. an amazing. Uh, you know, this wasn't like a um, a fa- uh, you know fairy tale. She had a hard, mm-hmm. hard life. The things that she went to, being sexually sort of raped. Let's let, let's be honest, being raped. You know, surviving that. Um, you know, um, getting pregnant, losing the baby to yeah you know the the, the fact that she was black all that story and yeah. then when you start learning how she now gets to a position where she is today mm-hmm. where she's one of the most successful people on the planet you know and still trying to do good that's yeah. the thing and people can attack her left right and center you know the the, the big thing is now that she was friends with harvey uh, oh, Weinstein. Weinstein and you're like well Harvey Weinstein was friends with everyone who was celebrity so what difference does it make you know <laughs> oh she knew no she didn't know no one knew what he was oh wow to. so the they're now point. attacking her yeah. on that so one so you know that, well white wing when they want when they want to attack someone successful that's what wow. they do they bring up see that story. you know all those little things And but she's just someone who I, and there's many people like her but she's just someone whose story I've read yeah, and when I've read that story, and I'm thinking, "Oh my God, you went through all that, and you still managed yeah. to get to the top." And I, I, I'm those are heroines in my life. Those are yeah, those yeah. are definitely people I can look up to. I I'd like to look at more day to day people that I interact with on a regular basis because their journey is just as important um, for what they're doing. Yeah. You know, there's a few friends in my circle that I've watched them from their journey to where their success has come out of it. And I'm super proud of them. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and also people who are successful in spite of. Yes. Yeah. Those are the best ones. They, they're the ones like, I, you know, I work with criminal justice. So I, I, I listen to a lot of people that have ended up inside mm. and how they change their life. Yeah. Despite, all the obstacles that are put in front of them, they still manage to change their life yeah. and become successful. And, and I love 
highlighting stories like that because it goes to show and say to people that you know you may have screwed up but but that doesn't mean anything that doesn't yes. mean you have to stay screwed up you can still become successful and i hate absolutely hate ain't nothing boils my blood anger yeah. that people who will just look at that person for what they did wrong and not for what they managed to do to put it right no yeah, yeah. It's human nature, isn't it? It's yeah. The whole blame culture thing goes on where, you know, you look at everything else and you only want to see the negativity. Mm. You don't want to see the positive effects that people have or what they're doing or their journey. Yeah. You just think, you're right, I want to bring you down, so I'm just going to think about the worst case yeah. scenario. Doesn't and and even if what they've done is awful, like I met a guy who was a murderer who murdered, well, he's a teenager and he, um, what was it, he got into a fight and a knife ended up and he ended up stabbing mm. another young lad horrible horrible thing to happen got sent away for life mm. okay fair enough you know I've, I've got a my own thing about the prison system but that was his as a sentence his like, sentence yeah and then he came out of it because life doesn't mean life it means you know a long sentence so mm-hmm. and uh, basically most of your life so he went in when he was 17 mm-hmm. and came out when he was in his 60s or something like that so it was a long long time and even though he's missed most of his life inside he still came out and he still said you know what i'm still gonna find a job of course he found a job and he found a wife and he was just describing his life now and even though it was nothing major but it was the fact that he managed to still get Mm. a life and carry on for himself and and i just full of admiration and you know People are only going to look at the one time, yeah. you know, that he did something wrong. Because they don't believe And they're that just going to define... No, exactly. And that, that, that really change. boils my blood is when people come out of prison sentence and they're trying to uh, change their life and people mm. don't give them the time of day. And so they end up going into a sort of a catch-22 situation where they end up back inside because people are not giving them the chance to yeah. elevate, to learn from their mistakes. To, Unfortunately, human know. beings are very judgmental. Yeah. Very, very judgmental. We judge people on everything. We judge people on how you style yourself, how you look, how you speak. It's, it's what a, kind it's, of hoops you're wearing. Well, don't listen. Don't be talking about my hoops. My hoops are fine. That's my fine. hoops are always good. I'm not judging you. Yes, you are. Because the fact that you mention it, you're judging me. I'm only judging you because I'm scared (laughs) for the seagulls that will get captured. (laughs) Can you imagine what I'm wearing today? Seagulls coming at me. Really? It's very bright. It's, I like what you're wearing today. You're wearing a it's sort like of African hoodie. print. That is really nice. So I had there's a there's a local um, uh, tailor or designer that did this. I saw him online in Facebook actually. Okay. And um, I was ordering it for my husband for his birthday last yeah. year, and I wanted something different. And my husband likes to wear hoodies. You know, yeah. most men do, and kind of wears with that thing. So I got him wanting black with the the Africa in mm-hmm. gold, and I decided to get the brightest yellow because right. I like bright colors. I'm not really a black black kind of um, clothing personality and I got the yellow one with the Africa in black and it's really nice how the guy did I mean it's a simple shirt he's just put a design on it but for what it is I'm like it's eye-catching no, enough it, it I'm happy nice. to rock this so I, I, I like I, I like hoodies but problem is like I 
Well, you saw the hoodies. Are bought. Yes, we did. I tried to buy some like colourful, but they were the wrong size because the Chinese don't understand what extra large means. That's a trick. So that, that's that's unfair to people. The extra large is not extra large in Western. There's uh-huh. a difference. So that they were too small. But I, I, I don't care what you say. I like them. And I think I need to introduce you to an American online store. The Americans are just too expensive. They but just America like... also deals with your sizing. Right, okay, yeah. Okay, so that's the only thing. But in other words, I would rather you not shop online for America. You actually need to go there because you can go to places like Fordham Road in uh, in the Bronx to get yeah. to your stuff. Like, So you need to be physically there because what they do online is far too expensive. But there are some times when you can get offers. So I'm going to send you a link. I'll tell you, one of my favorite places that I used, and they used to be here and they stopped, was American Eagle. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and they had a store in blue water and i used to get stuff from there and then they've decided to they left and now they're in back in america and i ordered some stuff online which i really love i love their jeans yeah i love their shirts and their um t-shirts i think they're great but they're just so expensive anyway i ordered some mm. and it came over and then it got withheld because customs. because of custom yeah. so i had to pay another 80 quid to get the stuff That is off. why I say to people and so, you need to go And because to of that, I won't order now, from there is, I literally America just, anymore. Um, I literally just went online and I just had to remember, there's a, a company called Dr. J's, which is an American store, and they have an online uh, presence here as well. Yeah. I would prefer, like I said, China shopping from China is different to shopping from America. Oh, tell me about it. Trust <laughs> me. But for America, you need to go there. You need to be physically in America, go to all their stores, and trust me, there is a store in every street corner that will do your size, will have a different variety, and it's just an explosive choice that you can have. So, that's on your bucket list. Yeah, I think that's a... Um... I'll come shopping with you. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I don't really want to go to America anymore. I know you got to. Just no, for the shopping, not no, for no. anything else. I've, I've done America. I, I know this is... On, talking about shopping, yeah, fine. But... I've, I've done America. I've traveled most of America. It's just yeah, I just, I, I've just uh, it's it's where I've done that. I don't want to go back. I um I but want I'm to going discover there for you to move and culture. No, no, I get that, but I'm just saying it doesn't appeal to me to go over there. I want to go to different places. I want to go to India. That's one on my bucket list. I want to go to India. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go back to China. I've been to China, but I didn't get to explore China. So I would love to explore China, even though China's a bit dodgy at the moment, so it might be not the best time to <laughs> Don't go. look at this for now. Look yeah. at it for later Japan on. Japan is, is my number one bucket list. I want to go to Japan. And yeah. that's somewhere that I'm going to do, uh, uh, that I'm going to go to Japan. And, uh, and, uh, and then I want to go to, like, unusual... I want to go and visit unusual places. Like I want to go to uh, South America because I want to see the Athens and how they built the pyramids. Oh, okay. So I want to go and it's. I just want to go and see it for myself. So that's on my list. So, uh, so that's part of America, but that's South America. So yeah, you know the Americans don't consider it as part no, of no, them. No, no, it's not. But, uh, but <laughs> that's the. Uh, I would love to go and see that. I want to go and see these amazing places. Century. Uh, I I want to go back to Greece because I want to experience the buildings that they have created mm. you know and i just want to see it for myself uh there's a the uh, even when i so when have I, you won the lottery for all of this 
No, exactly. That's, exactly. Uh, that's what that I That sounds need. like yeah. you're at the stage in life now where you say you don't need anything else. So you just need to win the lottery and just go on a travel trip. Yeah, for I, like you a know year what? I so. would do that. I'd, I want to experience all these wonderful places because I love reading. Mm -hmm. I love reading about history and I love, uh, um, you know, all these lo amazing stories. And I would, like, I would love to go and see them. And I just realized, well, do okay. it. So you I need, just to, need win. to win. Did you check the your lottery ticket? I, I, I'm automatic. Did you play this week? I, I've. Don't know. I don't play every week. I play occasionally. Because it's like 99 million. So did you play to kind of check? Did you play to make sure if you got the ticket? Because we're sitting here talking about you planning trips. So you might want to check your ticket just in case it comes through. Just saying. Yeah, but see, <laughs> see the thing is, with the lottery, it's a, yes. it's a case of luck. Of course it is. As yeah. with anything, it's a case of yeah. luck. And so because of that, there's no strategy. So it doesn't matter whether I play next week or if I play in a month's time. You okay. know, there's no strategy. You can keep playing and playing and playing and you don't win or you play once and then you win. So for me, it's not something that I feel I need to do every week. Okay. It's like if it's going to happen... It will happen regardless of whether I'm playing every single week. Or but that's play. based on the amount of the jackpot there is, right? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, uh, you've noticed now nobody won it. Right. So, so it's 100 and so. Oh, I, well, I do. So now now, now that you've mentioned it, because the last thing I want to do is not play. And, and then. Yes, that's the problem. Yeah. So now I'm going to buy one ticket just because you've mentioned it. Of course. you got to buy one. And that's when I normally buy a ticket when it just suddenly pops into my head. I'll go, okay. For reason it's in my head, so I I I put that as that might be a, you know, a lucky sign. So I just go it, and I, you know I've done quite well on the lottery. I've won a hundred quid. The most I've won is about a hundred quid. No, yeah, yeah, about a hundred quid, and I've won. I'd often win ten pounds. I think yeah. most people do. We kind of yeah. fall into the ten pound or the five pound bracket. Yeah. You know, if you win anything over ten pound, it's normally bump up to maybe fifty. Yeah, and then it's at hundreds. Um, and stuff, and I, I get I, a load of like two pounds, one pound. Sort yeah, of things, you get yeah. the or you get the free ticket thing yeah. because the amount of people that money that people invest into this, I'm surprised. But as always, it's Lady Luck whether she decides to play up on your side at that time of the day or that time of the morning, whatever. Right, we're not encouraging gambling, by the way. No, we're not. But <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. There's a saying. But... There's a saying. Yeah, when you say but, that means everything before the but. Was bullshit. <laughs> Is that so? Yeah. That what, okay, that's something me. new I learned yeah. today. Everything before the butt was bullshit. Everything before the butt was bullshit. Oh wow! I'm just gonna look at everything I say now yeah. in a different context or well, anything anybody exactly. says to me. Yeah. If they say but, I'm like, really? Yeah, but it is. It means that everything you just said before was bullshit. Well, we're not encouraging yeah. gambling. However, <laughs> see, I changed that there, right? Yeah. However, the opportunity to become um, a millionaire or even financial freedom, then it's a possibility. It's a possibility for everyone. Exactly. You've got to be in it to win it. Yay! And on that note, I hope you enjoyed our little chat. I hope you are doing well. And I know, right? Especially with all that's going on. It's crazy. See that? You see that? You see it? I'm trying to end the, uh, the podcast. <laughs> Every single podcast, she jumps in. And then she carries on you with another know conversation. You do like to have conversations, right? Okay, I'm going to stop talking. Right, okay. I was trying to say, I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until the next time. Remember, do something to make someone smile. See you next time, people.